Back here on Cody and Gold, hanging out on a Red Friday. We are going to head out to Arrowhead in just a couple of minutes. As soon as Andy Reid is good to go following their practice today, you'll hear from him one final time. A little injury update as well. Alex Gold, Jed Marshall, Nick Schwartz with you. Nick in for Cody Tap today. Cody will be back with us, we assume, on Monday. I, he, he was texting me this morning. I don't know what if he's, like you said, maybe he's out of town in Barbados. Rumors are he's building a floor. Like a dance floor? Like a dance floor. Well, now, he, he his, has he has talked about he has talked about wanting to pursue uh, a secondary career as like an interpretive dancer, and he he has actually said that he would like if he won the lottery, then he would just uh, like go to like a street corner in the plaza with, a, a, with a slab of cardboard and become a break dancer. Yeah, <laughs> he has said that multiple times that that's his like true dream is to become is a competitive the dance floor being built on the third deck or the fourth deck. No, I think it is the fifth deck. It's the fifth deck. Yes, okay, yes. Okay. So I don't know. The I true sign of wealth. How many decks do you have? I would have been worried. Well, not worried. I would have been thinking maybe he won the Powerball, but nobody's won the $1.5 billion. That's going to be a $1.5 billion jackpot tomorrow night. You uh, probably should buy a ticket, Nick. Probably should. I should, you're saying? Yeah, probably should. Why should I? Uh, Because why not? Spend $2 on a damn ticket. You just want me to throw away my money. $2. On a ticket. That's it. Well, okay, why do that when I could just put my life savings on on my lock of the week? Because on Tennessee plus eight two dollars losing it, you're not gonna be upset. Yeah, but less likely your less life likelihood saving, of winning. Well, less likely sure, of winning. two dollars, yeah, but your life savings, so I don't know for you how I don't know how much that is. It's not but that much. Um, tons of money. Um I would suggest not doing that on your on your bet. Yeah. Okay, then how about just like 30% of my life savings. Do whatever you want to do, man. Because here's the thing. You're risking less, but your chances of winning I, are so obviously. low. We've looked it up before. It's and like, I'm one of the best college football betters around. Right, right. You're having a very good season, though. Uh, yeah, last week was the worst week I've had. I went I went to, uh, two and three. I haven't had a worse than a two and a three week all year. Two and three. I have not went one and four. I've not went zero oh and five. So, you know, it's not a big deal. But it is impressive, and I think that everybody should, <laughs> you know, appreciate that. Um, I wonder why that waitress never brought you your drinks. No kidding. What do you mean? I, this yeah. was, this was, you know. We it's just your it. smugness, overall smugness. That, yeah. I think that that's unfair of you to say. Someone says lock of the week, more like Nick's loss of the week. Hmm. <laughs> oh, hmm. it's a Friday, baby. Someone says now up to $1.6 billion. $1.6 billion jackpot. Okay, now I'm interested. Uh, it's a one, you have a one in 200 92 million chance, Nick. So, saying there's a chance, man. Why just buy two tickets? Why not buy, like, 40 tickets? Do whatever you can. Again, everybody can buy however much they want. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I think the people that spend hundreds of dollars on it, that's not smart. Do you know, like, the people I'll who usually generally... spend 8 to $10 on Like, when it gets to this, I will, like, I'll, I'll probably They're, buy... It's ten... $2 a ticket? Yeah, if you don't do the power play on I, top I, of I it. I swear, yeah. I've, never bought a, I've never bought a lottery ticket in my life. Hold it. Never, never, ever. You've never. never bought a single Powerball ticket in your entire, and you're 31 no. years old. I'm I, surprised. I don't even know how it works. I mean, I assume well, you just go up and ask easy. for one. You just go yeah. to a gas station or grocery store. And, and then how do you find out if you win? Well, you, you nobody, I mean, you don't, but back before it was like, oh man, you got to watch some during the newscast. Now you can just go to the Powerball The website. only lottery tickets I've ever bought are the those old uh, $5 scratcher. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, so, so you, you bought, have bought so lottery yeah. tickets. No, the, um, the crosswords. So you bought scratchers, which is even worse in yeah. a way. Yeah. 
is even yeah. more of a boy. Yeah. Okay. But there's only like two bucks, and you can. Get, I would take. I would buy those when I was in college, and then I would sit in class and do them in college. In class, and wait during college class, you would just scratch off. I want a thousand bucks on one of those. Someone says, Nick, it's one in two ninety two. Just buy two hundred ninety two million tickets, man, and you're set. And then I'm guaranteed to win. You are not guaranteed to win. But I'm giving myself a pretty good chance. Pretty good chance, not guaranteed to win. That's uh, why the jackpot's gone to one point six billion because nobody's won in four months. Do you have any idea if the people who usually win these things are they like are they buying a bunch of tickets? I don't know. I, don't know. I think a lot of times, just again, it's freaking luck. I mean, just <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I, that that's all that is. I want to win. Oh, you, you did not. Well, now that you said you want to win, I'm sure it'll happen. So man. now I guess I'll go buy a ticket. You should. Please do that. Uh, while we're waiting for Andy Reid, I, I did want to talk about the opportunity this weekend. Look, Trent McDuffie's going to, we, you and I agree, essentially make his rookie debut because we thought it was going to be week one against the Cardinals, and it was kind of terrible turf in Arizona. He plays like a quarter and a half of football, and then he's been out ever since. They've been really cautious bringing him back, as they should be. And so Sky Moore, George Karloftis, Trent McDuffie, even though McDuffie's been out, none of those other guys have had their breakout game yet either. So he's got just as good of a chance, perhaps, to have a breakout game. Who's going to have it first? So so when we say breakout game, I know it's really easy to just say, get a sack if you're Karloftis. Get get an interception if you're McDuffie. Make a difference in the game in a big way and and to where it's noticeable. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that's fair. But even maybe to a further extent, I would say a breakout game for any of these three guys, because those are the three guys whose names that we were locked in on after the draft. Those were the three guys, premium positions and positions that we thought you needed help at. These are the three guys from that draft class that you would hope to build around. I want to see a glimpse of what the future could be with you. So to me, it's more than just get a sack. If you're Carl office or get a touchdown, if you're sky Moore. I want to see you have an impact on the game to the point where you could look at them and say, that's why they drafted him. And also that's the type of guy that the Chiefs are hoping to get over the next three or four years. Yeah, like and like you said, we don't want to get into like semantics on or anything, but yeah. I, I do think if you told me somehow that Trent McDuffie, because of where he was drafted, we would view Jalen Watson different. So if Trent McDuffie did the exact same thing on Sunday that Jalen Watson did against the Chargers. Yeah, we'd run we, with we, it. We would say, oh, man, breakout break game for Trent McDuffie. Yeah, so, for sure, so, for sure. So that's always funny because I would argue, like, Jalen Watson, to me, it was a breakout game for him. But you're right. It, these guys were drafted where they were drafted for a reason, how the organization viewed them coming out of college. And McDuffie and Karloftis were first-round picks. Heck, they traded up to get Trent McDuffie. So, I mean, it does tell us where they're at. I think Karloftis is clearly the closest because we have seen flashes from him. I haven't seen a flash so from like, Scott. Yeah, so, like, yes, production ultimately is how you're going to judge this. But in the case of Karloftis, right, let's just use him as an example. A breakout game for him, it wouldn't just be a sack. It would be, are you consistently beating the left tackle or the right tackle that you're going against for four quarters? If that happens, it'd say, wow, that was kind of a dominating performance. Even if you only end up with a sack or a sack and a half, if you are all over the place, if you're in the backfield on every play, like that to me would be a breakout game. In the case of Sky Moore, it's not just getting a touchdown or catching one deep pass and making somebody miss. It would be a six-catch game for 98 yards and a touchdown where it's like, okay, they used him, he came up big, and now you see at least an example of what the Chiefs hope to get from him long term. Because all we're saying with any of these guys, you don't need any one of these three players to be great this year to reach your goal. You don't need any of these three players to be great to win a Super Bowl. But what you hope to get out of these guys at the end of the season 
is enough data to suggest, okay, maybe they're ready to, maybe next year, Karloftis with Frank Clark gone, no Carlos Dunlop, you feel good about him being your number one defensive end. With Sky Moore, who knows what's going to happen with Juju? Who knows what's going to happen with McCole Hardman? I would hope by the end of the season, you feel good about him being one of your two or three receivers, which for either one of those guys so far, I don't think we've seen enough to feel good about right now, halfway through the season. I still think the most important guy to have the breakout is Carl Oths. We'll talk more about this as we head out to Arrowhead and hear from Andy Reid. Um, you got to be on your best game when you when you play against these guys. So, uh, guys had a good week of preparation and look forward to the challenge. Thank you. Without Jody Fortson, obviously you'd like to run a lot of 13 personnel. How's this going to affect what you want to do with the tight ends? Yeah, yeah, we'll be all right. I mean, we got enough receivers, you know, that we can put those guys in and do whatever we need there. Yeah. So, how, how has Tony come along uh, as as you've seen him out in practice? Yeah, you know, he's done a good job. I uh, appreciate his effort, and he's a fast learner. Um, and we'll do, you know, we'll see. We got a couple things in for him, but let's just see, see what happens. He'll be up on Sunday. I think so. Yeah. Right now, I tell you yes. Uh, how did McDuffie look this week, and will he be up also? Yeah, yeah, he looked good, um, and right now that's what we're thinking. But we'll, you know, we'll see. Don't hold me on all of these. I gotta see what. You know, Jody, uh, Jody had a quad thing in training camp. Is this a re-injury or is this something that's separate? Yeah, it's, uh, it's new. Yeah, um, he, it was on that hit. It was like the seventh. I mean, it was six, seventh play of the game where he caught the slant and. And he played. Then he played the rest of the game. So I mean, it's, for having that much uh, blood in there, that that's uh, you know quite a deal. Andy, uh, Ryan, uh, Coach Brable just said Ryan Tannehill's limited, so that means you have to prepare for two quarterbacks. What do you see out of Malik Willis in the first couple times if he's the one you have to face? Yeah, well, Mike's blessed with two good quarterbacks, so he's got uh, both of them could play. I've had a chance to look at last week's game, and Malik. I mean, you know, he's a. He's a heck of a player and going to do nothing but get better. And so, um, and then Tannehill is, he, he's a good football player too. So uh, that's, not, that's not a bad situation, I wouldn't say. Um, Malik, um, he can throw the ball, strong arm, can run the ball, exceptional. So uh, you got to have it all covered. But Tannehill's also mobile. So you know, it, there's a little carry over there. Yeah. I think we know, like, you don't worry about what happened last year or anything. That was a tough loss you guys had there. It seemed to kind of still be hanging with Patrick a little bit when he talked to us the other day. You sensed something from the guys who were part of that game last year that, that not that you circle a game more than any other, but there's maybe a little something for this one? Yeah, they got after us. Yeah, they, they've, uh, they've won the game. There was no, no fans or butts about it. And, um, you know, they're a good football team, and if you have turnovers early, they're going to capitalize, you know, all those things. So. Um, they got us, uh, as far as our guys, you know, we have so many new guys that weren't there, but, um, you know, I think, I think more, more so it's, uh, looking forward to playing a good team that, um, you've got this, you know, little rivalry thing going with, uh, um, so I, I think that's, that's what the guys are looking forward to most is that opportunity to play against them. With the, with the new practice squad rules, you've got the ability to have veterans around, like a Ronald Jones, who used to be on an active roster and used to play. Is there anything you have to do with 
managing the expectations for players like that and their feelings when maybe they don't get to play? And yeah, I mean, listen, Ronald would be playing for most most teams, and it just didn't work out. It's a weird deal because this is what happens with guys. And why I like that big price well, but you know, he, he, not until right at the end of training camp did things get, you know, did he turn it on or whatever and, and show us that that he was handling the offense. By that time, the other guys had solidified their spots. So it doesn't mean he can't play. I mean, he's a good football player. Um, we've got a couple guys like that, but that that's, uh, um, I, I think we're blessed to have him. And I, I appreciate, you know, what he's done, how he's handled himself, you know, even though he had, I know what you're, where you're coming from, but he wants to play. That's what he wants to do. Uh, you can't blame him for that. All right. Coach, you, you did open that door a little. You know, you know where Matt was coming from with that question. Have you had a chance to talk to Ronald Jones about that tweet? Yeah, no, I, I talked to him. You know, we talked uh, yesterday or day before yesterday, whenever it was. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I appreciate his passion. He just, you don't need enough to do all that, but I appreciate his passion. Yeah. All right. Thank all right. you. Thanks, Coach. All right, that was, we think, Andy Reid? No, I don't think it that, was. Is uh, that, that fake that was Andy Reid? That was not Andy Reid talking. I was looking at the video. Was it definitely that, appeared to be sure? Andy Reid. That wasn't Randy Reid? But, but no. with all of the tech, you know, the, you know the Hollywood magic and the, the face masks know, that man. they can wear and stuff, are we sure that wasn't somebody in a disguise? Look, I have to, my, my faith is just strictly based on what Jed's telling us. We can't see the press conference. Jed can. We just hear the audio. That that wasn't that wasn't Andy Reid. That sounded, but you know what? You know? I'm going to tell you what. I like I like sick Andy Reid more than I do healthy Andy Reid. Oh, I, I he seemed I, I more honest. Yeah, he was just he like, seemed more honest. You trust him a little bit more. That yeah. version of Andy Reid, a little more trustworthy. Yeah, there's something about it. I just that liked. was the most entertaining Friday press conference we've aired. I don't even know one thing he said. No. But I was entertained. All I was do- I was transfixed on his voice. It was, it was also possibly the longest. Long Friday. Um, no coughing either. Yeah, how is sick Andy not cough, but healthy Andy coughs? What's <laughs> going on here? That's a little weird. Wait, or maybe Andy's been sick this whole time, and now he's finally gotten over it. And that's, it. that's his real like. voice. That's yeah, what after he sounds 10 like? Years, after 10 years, he's I finally mean, shaked that cold, and now he sounds normal. I'm, I mean, if you would have just played that audio anywhere, I would. there's no way that's him. No. Don't believe it. Did, did you guys catch anything he said? I did. Are you going to be okay? That's what I want. Are you going to be healthy? Heading? <sighs> because Jody Fortson is out for this game on Sunday. I know that's, I mean, are you going to be all right about that? Jody I just Fortson's like, it's no make it, well, it does, I'll tell you this much. It does make me reconsider like how I think the Chiefs fair in this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You think they're going to struggle now without Jody out there? I mean, what are you going to do? You, now, you, now you're down to just two tight ends. Uh-huh. Who can replicate the Jody Fortson role? Well, we all like Jody Fortson. They got, another, they got another six four super athletic pass catcher out there. Something tells me they're going to be just fine in this game without him. Really? You know why? Okay, I, know, I can't you know wait why? to hear this. They um, the prior seven games, he had been targeted a combined five times. Uh, okay, so, so now, now you just me, want to cherry pick stats? Okay, no, it's not cherry picking. I'll oh, take okay. another one if you want, though. All you know, right. Jody Fortson has a tackle on the season. How about that? That's How many does Travis Kelsey have? None. How many does Noah Gray have? I don't think he has any. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just want to make sure you remember that. Do we have a cut? Someone's like, they, they, they didn't mean, do we have any cut at some point? Can we have a clip of what Andy sounded like? People now are just tuning in and wondering exactly what that was. Uh, so, somebody on somebody uh, on Twitter, I thought, put this so well, is that he sounded like Tom Hanks doing an Andy Reid impersonation. <laughs> 
It sounded nothing. Like when it first started playing, we I was like, like, what? I looked at Jed. I was like, is this an assistant coach that I've never heard of? Because that's not Andy Reid. Yes. It's new. Yeah. Um, he, it was on that hit. It was like the seventh play, you know, six, seven play. Of that the is game. not Andy no. Reid. No. They played, then they played the rest of the game. So, I mean, it's, for having that much uh, blood in there, that, that's uh, you know, quite a deal. Hey, you know Andy. what they say? Something's, something's going around. Something must be going on. Weather around. change, man. You know, you go from 70-something degrees oh. yesterday. Today, it's cloudy. It's oh. rainy. It's 45 outside. Wow. Not Maybe Andy Reid doesn't have the heated seats like Pete Sweeney does. We can't all have that luxury item in our vehicles. Maybe you got a little cold. Okay, so I'm just going to be, you know, we're a transparent show. I have it on good authority that Pete Sweeney is just getting over a little bit of a cold. Oh, you think that Pete Sweeney got Andy Reid sick. Andy have gotten it from Pete? Definitely could have. Yeah. Pete's about to become public enemy number one in Kansas City. I think so. The text lines just heard it again. They don't think that was Andy. I'm with you. We're all with you. We we need confirmation. Yeah. Make sure. We I'm shook. Someone I'm... that was actually at the press conference has to confirm to us. And that somebody that really needs to go and, and grab his face to see if he's not wearing one of those Mission Impossible Scooby-Doo masks. Something's up. Something's up there, you know? The coughing part is the weirdest part of this, that if he is sick, he's not. He didn't cough he once. He coughs in yeah. every press conference mm-hmm. when he sounds normal. Now he sounds sick, doesn't cough once. Yes, it's new. Yeah. That's not him. <laughs> That's not Andy Reid. There was a little bit of information as Andy was talking that did come out of Tennessee, though, and you heard one of the questions reference that. Ryan Tannehill was limited again in practice. No official decision for Mike Vrabel on Ryan Tannehill. He's day-to-day. And they're going to have a walkthrough tomorrow before they fly out to Kansas City. So as of right now, it's still up in the air, whether it's Tannehill or Ryan Willis. But the fact that Ryan Tannehill has been limited all week, man, like I really do. Ryan, uh, Malik Willis. Ryan Willis, former Kansas I keep saying Jayhawks Ryan. Yeah, sorry. Why am I saying Ryan? Oh, Ryan Tannehill. I'm combining Ryan and Tannehill and Ryan Willis. Malik Willis. You know who I was talking about. I knew. Also, Andy Reid said that he expects uh, Kadarius Tony that he will play on Sunday and that they will have a few things installed for him. That's what we thought. I mean, that sounds about right. Have a package and a, a few set of plays ready to go for him and then see what he can do in the punt return game. I think that if you're wanting anything out of Tony on Sunday, hey, can he be out there for five or six plays? And if it works out that he gets a target, great. If not, okay. And then can he return a punt or two or three? that you hopefully force from Tennessee in this game and see what he can bring to the table. I believe I read earlier this week that the Chiefs have called more screenplays than any team in the NFL this year by a wide margin. I'm thinking Tony's going to get an opportunity or two in that regard. Right, because you don't need to be fully integrated into the offense for weeks and weeks and months and months to know how to run a bubble screen. I'm with you. Catch the ball, wait for the block, make a guy miss, cut up field. That's got to be the type of play that we yeah. see. I mean, it, the, we or know the, how complex. Or the little end around, the little the little touch pass stuff that they do with McColl. Or a quick slant. You know, some, very, the most basic, you know, I think, you know, high schoolish type routes, if yeah. you're if you're saying, like, the, not the complex stuff. And that's understandable. And that's fine. Um, but it sure sounds like. Oh, dude, do they have any time touchdown bets out yet? I'm not sure quite yet. Remember earlier in the week we were talking about Jody Fortson? Thank goodness we didn't have anybody bet that one. Well, we would get a refund, right, if he doesn't play? We would because he's inactive. Yeah, that's true. What do you think a Kadarius Tony anytime touchdown will be? Mm, I don't will like it, it be inflated? I don't like it. But would, would it, do you think it will be inflated because he's a new player? Well, yeah. 
Touchdown score props. Here you go. Over on FanDuel. What, what's your guess? I have it in front of me. Uh, this is why I'm not going to bet it. <clears throat> okay, just to, just tell me this. What is the? Don't tell me the player, but just like okay. what is the? What is? The, what are the highest odds? As in favorite or worst highest? Odd, long, worst, worst longest odd. shots. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, a guy named Hassan Haskins for the Titans. Yeah. Uh, Chigozim Okonwako. <laughs> okay. What's what's the number? Michael though? Burton. What's the number? Uh, Michael Burton, nineteen to one. Okay, so I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess Kadarius Tony's at like eight or nine to one. See, this is why I think it's a terrible bet. He's only five to one. It's not what? worth it. It's not worth honestly. Wait, I, who's behind I'm, him? Which I'm Chiefs not, players are behind him? I'm not. And I'm not even telling you that there's no chance that he can get a touchdown. But just from a value perspective, Nick, there's no reason for me to put a touch anytime touchdown bet on Tony. Right? Makes no sense. Uh, Sky Moore <laughs> is five to one as well. Uh, Justin Watson seven to one. And I told you, Michael Burton, 19 to one. This is so funny. This is how much they respect the Chiefs versus the Titans. When you look at these are just the orders. I'm not going to read all the numbers, but this is the orders of like uh, best odds moving down. Travis Kelsey, Derek Henry, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, Juju, MVS, McColl, Jarek Pacheco. So it's oh, Jarek McKinnon and then Pacheco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Chiefs. Seven eight, <laughs> of the top eight bets for an anytime touchdown score, seven of them are Chiefs and then Derrick Henry. I mean, that's kind of what happens when the Chiefs are 12 point favorites in a game and the total for the game is only 45 and a half. So it's telling you that. So they think that. So they think that Isaiah Pacheco has better odds of scoring a touchdown than the second most likely player on the Titans correct. to score a touchdown. I mean, do you disagree though? No, I am not. I'm not. <laughs> it makes. I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense. But I, look, I, I'm not even telling you that there's no again that Tony can't have a touchdown, but there's no reason to make that bet. No, at five to one. He hey, needed to be ten to one. Hey, by the way, for me to do look, it. Trivia question. Okay. How many career touchdowns does Kadarius Tony have in the NFL? Yeah, yeah so he's zero. gonna get his first one in his first game. He shouldn't be Chiefs. five to one. Those are terrible odds. I think he should be like nine. Those are just bad odds. Yeah, I wouldn't touch that. Huh? But that is them that they trust the Chiefs. They trust Andy Reid. That like he'll just find a way to get everybody involved. By the way, we don't even know that Tony's gonna be more involved than Justin Watson. True. True. I think all we know at this point is he's gonna be active. I mean, truly, that's all we know. Yeah, <laughs> I guess we don't know 100%, I bet but you, I bet 95%. you he'll return a punt or two. Do you imagine if he returns one for like even just 40 yards, 30 house, yards? What if he just houses it on the first one? <laughs> well, then then it's case closed. Sorry, Sky. <laughs> that number's going up next Sorry, week. Sorry, <laughs> it's case closed at that point in time uh, when it comes to that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but again, uh, we'll, we'll try to figure out what the hell's going on with uh, fake Andy Reid, who I think should do Monday's press conference, too. So that was Eric Stone Street. I think uh, so. Stone Street you can is only a hear home exclusively game. live on Six Ten Sports Radio, your official broadcast partner, the Kansas City Chiefs. He's got he's got it down though. Like he may have sounded different, but Stone Street had like the, still said a lot of the same things you would expect Andy Reid to say about an opponent. You know he he was asked it's a about limited. He was asked about Ryan Willis or Ryan, Ryan Tannehill and Malik Willis, and he said, you know, Mike's really lucky. He's got two. Good quarterbacks there. Um, yeah, Mike Vrabel's really, really lucky. He's got Ryan Tannehill and Malik Willis to roll with in Kansas City this week. He is. So Eric Stone Street, fake Andy Reid's got that question and answer down too. Fantastic. Up next, we'll get to what's trending. What's your fantasy in our NFL picks here on Cody and Gold? What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending. We just heard from Andy Reid, we think. Or maybe it was fake Andy Reid. We're not sure. We'll play that clip again, I'm sure, before we go off the air today. But uh, Jody Fortson out for Sunday's game, dealing with a quad injury. So he is a no-go despite uh, 
uh, coming off the bye week and then, of course, injuring it uh, something new. Andy said it's something new. It's not the same quad injury that he had during training camp. As far as the Tennessee Titans on Sunday, where the Chiefs are 11-and-a-half-point favorites, Ryan Tannehill going to be a true game-time decision. He was once again limited in practice. So Ryan Tannehill or Malik Willis, but a game-time decision. Not going to know probably till Adam Schefter sends out his tweet Saturday, you know, like at 1 a.m. where he's like, he, he saves the tweets till after midnight because he's not allowed to tweet it until the day of the game, stuff like that. You think he really does that? Oh, yeah, because watch his Twitter feed. He'll all of a sudden, in the middle of the night and early in the morning, there'll be a ton of tweets about guys he's already told is going to be inactive or whatever, mm-hmm. but he sends it right. He won't send them on Saturday. He waits till Sunday when it turns to Sunday. Also, we're falling back on Sunday. Oh, man. You I keep extra, forgetting Got to wait that. an extra hour for kickoff on Sunday. Uh, that's going to bum me out. But that means I guess you can go out and get a little lit on Saturday night and you'll have an extra hour to sleep in. That doesn't stop you anyway. It does for me. I'm not a big drinker. You know that. Yeah, you don't drink at all. That's true. Next up on What's Trending, KU with a statement win over <laughs> Pitt State last uh-huh. night. Uh, their one and only exhibition game. They win that game 94-63. to Pitt State at one point led 12 to nothing, 21-6. Uh, but KU stormed back at the end of the first half and then ran away with the Jalen Wilson with 23 points. Kevin McCuller, the newcomer from Texas Tech, had five steals, three assists, three rebounds with 13 points. And how about freshman Grady Dick? Absolutely stroking him? it from deep. 20 points for the Jayhawks. That is a smooth-looking jumper. Very wetty, and the Jayhawks uh, will start their Did regular you just say, season. Did you say very wetty? Yeah, he's wetty. Don't ever say that. He's got the Draco. Oh, my gosh. What? What's the problem? Doesn't sound right coming from you, man. That's all. Can uh, we focus here and get through what's trending? I, I'm working on it, man. College basketball. How about the Missouri Tigers? They were in action last night as well. Washington University in St. Louis, a little exhibition contest. The Tigers get the 89-61 win in that one. Kobe Brown, 25 points to lead all scores. Next up on what's trending, a big slate of college football game. What a great weekend for college football. I mean, obviously you've got Tennessee and Georgia, the game of the year, but locally some really interesting matchups as well. KU suspiciously uh, is a two-point favorite now. Over it's up to two. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I just saw two a few minutes ago uh, against Oklahoma State. That could mean the return of Jalen Daniels. That could mean that Oklahoma State starting quarterback Spencer Sanders won't be able to go. Kansas State finds themselves as two-and-a-half-point underdogs versus Texas, while Missouri is a one-and-a-half-point dog versus Kentucky. So it should be three really good games for the local teams this weekend. Yeah, looking forward to a really nice college football slate. And there's still even Alabama LSU. I know the Crimson Tide are you know, 13-and-a-half-point favorites, but still. Only just, in college football can you have, like, man. two top ten teams, and they're like, hey, this is going to be a blowout. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess Tennessee is yeah. a perfect example of that. They are Eight and a half point dogs, which is a part of our parlay. Lastly, on what's trending, World Series game six tomorrow night. If necessary, Sunday night would be game seven. Obviously, the, the Chiefs have Sunday night football. I'm sure Major League Baseball, as much as they would want a game seven. Still, I, I, selfishly, I, I'd like the series to get wrapped up uh, tomorrow night with the Houston Astros already having a three-game to two lead over the Philadelphia Why do you want it to get wrapped up? One, because I don't want – I'm not going to watch game seven anyway because it's going to be on during the Chiefs game. Sunday Night Football, and because ah. I need the Astros to win the World Series. Financially. Will, will you be ruined if you don't? No, I used one of my... Remember the, the free bets back on launch day, September 1? I used one of my free bet, $50 free bets on the Astros to win the yeah. World Series. That's all. So I won't lose any money, but I can win some money. So that'd be nice. All right. That's Good what's luck. trending. Thank, thank you, Nick. How often are you going to, on your Wave in the Weed podcast, talk about Grady Dick? 
Well, I mean, it is a KU centered podcast, and it seems so a like, lot. You're gonna be talking about him a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think he's gonna be really good. Are you gonna work in the puns in that podcast? What do you mean? The can puns? people can people expect you to be saying "wetty" throughout the podcast? No, that's a basketball term. No, but can, yeah, I know. But can people expect like you to he's be wetty? Saying, he's wetty. Yeah, but can people expect that kind of content? I don't know. I don't even know what to expect. So it's just a mystery for the wave of the week. Yeah, podcast. I just, I mean, I, whatever. So feels people good should at the time. subscribe though. People should absolutely subscribe and then rate and then review and then subscribe again and then tell your friends and then just listen to it because uh, yeah. people are saying it's the number one Kansas podcast out there. What they I really are saying it. That's what I hear. I Also, the text line says that they were at the game last night and they said the Grady Dick chants from the students was It fantastic. wasn't Grady Dick. They were just going, Dick, Dick, well, Dick, Dick. <laughs> We got ice. Well, that'll be a cut. <laughs> we got ice like that. Jed looks at me like a disappointing <laughs> Jed, mother. Please cut that for me so I can have that in the future for the show. That's I, what they were doing. I, what was it? You already have it on tape. You don't need it Thank twice. You. Thank you. Thank you for that. We'll get to what's your fantasy to wrap up the show. We'll get to that. I'm not going to do that right after our conversation. We'll get to that in, in just a little bit. Um, but <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit more about. Our NFL picks for the weekend presented by T-Mobile. NFL picks brought to you by T-Mobile. Whether you're at home or away from your team, T-Mobile keeps you connected to Chiefs Kingdom all season long with the best 5G coverage in the game. You're in the seat now. You don't get a you don't get to stall out the pick. That's an old. I did that last year. I've been I've been consistent this year. How's this game going down on Sunday evening? I really think the Chiefs at are Arrowhead beat the brakes off this team. I think the Titans are a team that has been propped up by one of the weakest schedules in football. First two games of the season, they lose to the Giants. They get killed by the Bills. Since then, they have had the biggest joke of a schedule. They beat the Raiders by two. They beat the Colts by a touchdown. They beat the Commanders by four. They beat the Colts by a touchdown again. They beat the Texans by a touchdown. This is a team that despite the fact that they are five and two, they are still getting outscored on the season. They're not a good football team. The Chiefs are going to be motivated from every single aspect you could possibly imagine. They're motivated because Andy Reid's been bad against the Titans. They're motivated because Patrick Mahomes is one and two against the Titans. They're motivated because Jeffrey Simmons thinks it's a good idea to call out the Chiefs offensive line. They're going to be motivated because this team kicked your ass last year in the regular season. You're going to be motivated because it's prime time and the Chiefs always take care of business in the prime time. And you're going to be motivated because it's a bye week and Andy Reid is 20 and three. I just think this is such a good opportunity for the Chiefs to assert their dominance over a bad, overrated Titans team that might not even be with their starting quarterback. What's the score? Chiefs 34, Titans 16. Okay. I think it's a blowout. So for a lot of the same reasons you had mentioned, I mean, when you, you're trying to think about a team that your significant favorites over that everybody's not giving much of a chance and you're trying to make sure you don't overlook an opponent. That's the thing. I feel so confident that this team is going to be ready to go from the start. This is different than the Colts game. It really is just for a variety of reasons. One, you already had that loss earlier in the season. You mentioned the bye week. We know Andy Reid post bye week better than anybody in the NFL and therefore Patrick Mahomes better than anybody in the NFL. It's a primetime game. These are when Mahomes looks his best typically and you mentioned Simmons in his comments, but Jeffrey Simmons also had the dirty hit on Patrick Mahomes yeah. a year ago. And I think that Forgot is, that. I think that's something that he hasn't forgot about though. And so that's key for this game as well. If you can get it at 11 and a half, I do like the chiefs to win by more than that. In some spots, it was 12 and a half. It's now down to 11 and a half. 
And you're right. If it's Malik Willis, they have no chance in this game. If it's Ryan Tannehill, they could keep this close. So that's why I think if you're confident in Ryan Tannehill playing, then I could see Tennessee keeping this within. How much does that change a, it for you, honestly? It doesn't change the win-loss. It changes whether or not Kansas City's up by 14 or 17 by the time we get to the middle of the third quarter. That's what it does for me. If, if Ryan Tannehill plays, then I think there's a chance that they can keep this around and get a backdoor cover against Kansas City. But if, if Ryan, uh, if Malik Willis, I keep saying Ryan Willis, if Malik Willis. You got Kansas football on the mind, Well, no, man. it's because one quarterback's name is Ryan. The other's last name is Willis, and I'm combining Ryan Tannehill and, and Willis. Anyway, By the way, Malik I, Willis. I just want to reference here. And I, and I agree. I, Ryan Tannehill By the way, my score, you want to score or no? You don't want to score? Should I give you one? Yeah, I feel like you want to give it to me because I interrupted you, so you should give it to me. <laughs> I'll go with the Chiefs. Give it to us. 35, Titans 28. By the way, just Because I think it's going to be closer reference, at the end. And they're like cover. Tannehill is bottoming out. As, like, this, is, I, this is the beginning of the end of him as a starting uh, quarterback. Because he ranks, out of 35 qualified quarterbacks, he ranks 26th in QBR so far this year. Yeah, I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm giving you my score with the idea that Ryan Tannehill somehow is going to play. So... You may have been like, wait a second, what are you talking about, Gold? You said it's a seven-point game. Yeah, I I think it could still be 35-28 at the end where the Chiefs are in control, Nick. Tannehill's playing, and it's you know it's 35-21 with two minutes you to go. You think the Titans could put up 28 points? They haven't done it once this year. I know. Year. I think they get a backdoor cover if Tannehill plays. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll just Chiefs say Chiefs don't blow out teams, Nick. I know, but the most they've scored all year is 24. I, I trust. I get it. I get it. I, I lean in that direction. Now, if Malik Willis is playing, they have no chance to cover. This is... Yeah, that could Ryan, be ugly. If, if, Ryan, if Ryan Tannehill is playing, I do think they can get a backdoor cover. That's the one thing. Like that's the misleading thing. You you take a look at the score, and when we look at a box score after a game, Nick, and suddenly you say, "Oh, the Titans only lost by seven or eight. Oh, they must have played well." Not not, not necessarily the case. I think they just they end up getting a cover late. So the text line, God, every time you like feel like you slip something by, you're like, "Oh, nobody will catch that." What did you say? Yeah. Oh, you said. You like, want me to give it to you? And I said, Yeah, give it to me. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a Friday, isn't it? You did though. You did give it to me. Okay. You want to get to what's your fantasy now? Perfect segue, right? Sure. Sure. Why? Why don't you go? All ahead. right, guys. Send in your fantasy questions. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Lineup questions. Start them. Oh, wow. Sit them. Friday edition. Also, this is sort of the time of the year. I don't know when the trade deadline for most leagues is approaching, but probably next within the week next, or so. Yeah, the next week or so. If you have any trade proposals, if you're wondering whether it's time to sell or buy on a player. I just had a really interesting trade proposal in my in my league where I had oh, the, yeah? basically the chance to get rid of Hollywood Brown because this team is it's a dynasty league. The guy's tanking. And I had the option between Devontae Adams and Tyler Lockett the rest of the year. You threw up your hands when I told you the proposal because you thought it was a no-brainer to take Tyler Lockett. I actually went with Devontae Adams. Is that a mistake? Well, dynasty leagues are a completely different animal than what t- people are typically used to saying. Because like, in the short term, everybody's like, why wouldn't you take Devontae Adams? You're viewing it as you're trying to save some money in your dynasty league. That's why it's a little bit. Yeah, but okay. But just like simply put over the remainder of this season, do you think Tyler Lockett's a more valuable wide receiver? With the way that you mean that Raiders offense had scored no points last week against the Saints? Yeah. I, I think there's a chance. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, first question that comes in, uh, my fantasy question is, what is bondage? Well, bondage is the practice oh. of consensually. I'm going to, I want to, I want to be very clear here. What is your problem? It is the last consensual half hour, tying, binding, or restraining a partner for erotic stimulation. But there's nothing inappropriate about that. 
And that was a question from the text line. Can it be two yet? Does that make you uncomfortable? You make me uncomfortable, What Nick. am I doing to make you uncomfortable? From the 913, can I... Do you need I... to go back and listen to the last hour of We're the show? We're just having conversation, man. Uh, 913, can I rely on Kyle Pitts? I don't know, man. I thought Kyle he Pitts did, was going to have a, such you, a monster season. He got season. you a touchdown last week, though. I know, but Kyle I don't Pitts trust got you a the touchdown. offense. Yeah, Here's the thing. Go back to Arthur Smith, how he got his start and how he kind of got his claim to fame. It was in Tennessee working with the Titans run game. Yeah. This is a guy, and by the way, the Titans have a very, very effective run game. That's what Arthur Smith does. Like, aside from Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan, he is probably the best run game coordinator in the NFL right now. Unfortunately, his quarterback is Marcus Mariota, which say what you want about Matt Ryan. Mariota is a downgrade in terms of being able to push the ball down the field. I think that is significantly impacting Pitt's and his effectiveness this year. 913-586-7610. It's what's your fantasy here on Cody and Gold. Any fantasy questions? Someone says, should I start Evan Ingram or Tyler Higby? Ingram has been pretty good. I think it's Evan Ingram. Yeah, he's all of a sudden got a little chemistry going here with with Trevor Lawrence. So four receptions on six targets last week for 55 yards and a touchdown in their loss to the Broncos. It was the first time in the end zone, but his fourth reception of 20 or more yards for the season. I think he's actually becoming a little bit more of a reliable target in that Jags offense. Ingram on ESPN is now the 13th ranked based on standard scoring, not PPR, but standard scoring, 13th ranked yeah. uh, tied in in fantasy football. Yeah, I mean, you're probably splitting hairs there. Those guys are probably pretty close to one another, but I guess this is so weird. I actually trust <laughs> I actually trust Jacksonville's offense a little bit more than I do the Rams right now. The Rams offense is so I do, bad. I actually, so I'm with you, but... The Rams are playing the Bucks this weekend. The Rams are three-point underdogs. I actually think the Rams cover and have, can, can win that game against Tampa. I, if you're gonna, they both teams are struggling. It's a bad Give, football team. Both teams are bad right now. Give me the team that's getting three points though, and don't give me the home field advantage crap. There was a new article that came out yesterday that home field advantage continues to be worth less and less point-wise against the spread than ever before. It's down to 1.4 points. 1.5 points is all home field is credited for when you look look at spreads now. I love this question. From the 913, best news outlet or articles for cheat sheets? Okay, so I I assume everybody who's playing... Fantasy pros. Yeah, fantasy pros. It's fantasy pros. Toolbox is decent. It's fantasy pros. GuillotineLeagues.com. I, for like three years ago, before everybody was using Fantasy Pros, I was like keeping it as like my deep, dark secret from everybody else in the league. Yeah, you thought you were, you thought you had like the inside tool? Three or four years tool? ago, I did. Hmm. Now everybody's using it. If you're not, you need to get on it. It has everything you could ever want. It so is it so useful. Only scoring counts in their league. I'm assuming they just mean just the touchdowns, right? Okay. No yards, no negatives. Tua or Tom Brady this weekend? What? That's such a simple league. You don't get any Wait, credit for to. yards, just only the touch. So you're just whoever can throw the most touchdown passes for quarterback is who you pick. That's interesting. Wait, what about like receptions? Not even PPR. So it's all it's a touchdown only, only scoring counts. That, Tua. So you just draft whoever can throw the most touchdowns or catch the most touchdowns. That's it. Tua. I don't like it. I don't it's like Tua that. though, right? I don't like that. Yes, yes, it is. With that offense compared that to what the Bucks, that is a weird league that I don't I think don't I want to like be that. a part of. From the 816, trying to trade Godwin and Swift for Kamara. Good try. I don't think it's a good... I would keep... Godwin's getting so many targets. Here's the thing. When Godwin's healthy and when Swift are healthy, they are incredibly effective fantasy players. I get Kamara's coming off a three-touchdown game. Don't trade for Kamara now. 
There is no way you're yeah, going to get proper value for a guy who just had a three-touchdown game. I would not do that right now. From the 816, I think I'm screwed on tight end. Mark Andrews, really my only one. I have Taysom Hill, but not counting him. Am I totally SOL this week? I traded away my other tight end. Mark Andrews is hurt. That's why he's in a dilemma here. Uh-huh. Uh, Taysom Hill, you know you're going to get targets. You're going to get opportunities. Yeah. Not just in the passing game. We know he can run the ball. Now, you're not depending on your scoring, you're not going to get credit for a passing touchdown. But Taysom Hill's touching the ball more than anybody else in that offense. So, I, yeah, I think you're all right if you go Taysom Hill this week. How about this guy who was just traded, TJ Hawkinson, in the lineup right after oh. the trade this week or not? Nah, uh, uh, honestly, if you have... The Vikings don't throw to the tight end that much anyway. Yeah, but they had Irv Smith, who was just, like, not that talented, even though he came from Alabama. five days, TJ Hawkinson's No, gonna... I wouldn't trade him. I wouldn't okay, start him yeah. this week. I mean, it depends who you have. If you have nobody else, then sure. But I think he's a fringe starter. I think I would probably have him at, so, like, 14th. Someone says, why would anyone play fantasy now that you can bet? Everybody likes different things. I So, I do player, player props, yeah, player props. I definitely like the betting more than fantasy now that we've been betting. This is something that's established the last couple of years, and that's nothing to do just with Kansas launching it. But player props are an extension of fantasy football. That's why player props are becoming more and more popular because right. you're betting on that player to get X amount of yardage or touchdowns in the game, and so it's kind of a – an offshoot of fantasy football, which is why there's a belief that within the next five or six years, not spread picks against, you know, against the spread, who's going to cover, but player props are going to be more popular bets. 913-586-7610. It is what's your fantasy here on Cody and Gold. Nick Schwert is in for Cody today. From the Alex Gold, Jed Marshall. Should I trade Travis Etienne for Mike Evans? Absolutely not. Travis Etienne is one of the few running backs in the NFL at this point who has a firm grasp of his backfield. I get it. Mike Evans gets a ton of targets. Receivers, depending on your league, might be more valuable than running backs. But if you have a running back who has full control over their backfield, Mm -hmm. they are incredibly valuable. He's one of like maybe seven guys in the NFL who have that. I wouldn't do that. Same guys asking, should I trade Kenneth Walker for Chris Godwin? No, man. It it sounds like maybe you're just weak at receiver if you want to trade these two really good running backs, both both of which who are like workhorses uh, for wide receivers. So maybe if you're just, I mean, it sounds like you're pretty stacked at running back and maybe you're not at receivers. So I need more more context there. I wish we could ask a follow-up question. Someone says, should I buy... Uh, toys or a new piece of signed Chiefs memorabilia? Well, it depends on the toys. depends on the memorabilia. From the 816, who is moaning in the background? That would be Jed Marshall, producer extraordinaire. Definitely not you or me. Thank you, Jed. Maybe a little baritone in your voice next time, Jed. Two yet? Almost. Is this your first time being a part of What's Your Fantasy? No, the last time we did it, you weren't here. Cody played the music in there, but he got too uncomfortable, so he turned it off about 30 seconds. Really? Cody, Cody turned it off? Cody's kind of a, a lightweight. He's a softie. He is. He is, especially when it comes to sexual matters. He actually got uncomfortable with me the other day just for saying the word sexual. I think it's because of how you're saying it. I know. Well, That's I'm saying it, it that way on purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Kyle Pitts or Isaiah Likely... For the Ravens at tight end. Hey, you know what? So Kyle Pitts is the better player, but Isaiah Likely, if Andrew's going to be out for a little bit, Isaiah Likely, I think even when Andrews comes back, is going to be part of that offense. Is Andrews playing? I think he's banged up. I know he's listed as questionable with that knee injury. Listen, I, I liked Likely a lot. I got to see him two years in a row because he was playing for Coastal yeah, Carolina. Yeah. KU played him, and that kid's Mark a Mark Andrews mispracticed two straight days. Yeah, so I li- I actually like Likely. He had a big game, but like there were a lot of people who were high on him. Even Coming out of college? 
Yeah, before the season began. Dynasty, so, trade Jamison Williams for Tony Pollard? Ooh. I would. That's interesting. So we know Zeke's hurt. Tony Pollard's the more explosive back in Dallas. Now, Dynasty's a long-term league. Jamison Williams hasn't played a snap yet. Remember all the talk about the Chiefs drafting him and wanting to draft a reminder? We said he's probably not going to play until he's December. He's off an ACL injury. Yeah, he's, not gonna, he's either not going to play this year or he's going to play in December for a couple games for the Lions. Here's the problem. Such an unknown, man. The problem is they paid Zeke so much money that even if Pollard's the better back, which, quite frankly, he has been for the last two years. They're still yeah. going to play Zeke, but man, Pollard is really efficient with the ball. That's a good. This is a topical question from the eight one six. What do I do oh, with Brandon? Oh, not the other one at the top of the what text up? line. What do I do with Brandon Cooks? Hold on to him right now. You hope that he gets you cut. Sit. You hope Brandon Cooks gets cut. We know the story this week. He wanted to be traded. He's been pouting. He did not play last night. Reports out of Houston are that he's back at the facility today. But if you're thinking about Brandon Cooks and long-term stuff, yeah, you hope he gets cut and he ends up in Kansas City or Baltimore or Buffalo or something like that from a fantasy football perspective. Happy Friday, everybody. That is What's Your Fantasy? I know I had fun. Yeah, always. (sighs) Need a cigarette. I don't even smoke. Well, the morning show claims you do. Well, but Fesco claimed I did. No, we have we had the audio of that. I mean, I can play it again if you want. This was the allegations that they, they called you out. Remember earlier in the week? And then I think my favorite one is time to grow the fudge up, dude. Uh, Nick from Cody and Gold. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm upset. <laughs> we didn't <laughs> think of that. Nick's right? word is <laughs> what's called that right there in front of on our the, face uh, on the text line nine three five eight six seven six ten. Well done. Nick Schwert is that guy that we all know. Picture it, Topeka, Kansas. Jeremiah Bullfrogs. It's the only bar I know in Topeka. Nick starts a barroom brawl and then he's outside smoking a cigarette, watching mm. everything go down mm. from like out of, out the window. Mm. Right. That that everybody knows that guy. That's Nick. Mm. Never he doesn't been, really dispute that. Either. Not really. Not really. No. He Never been in a barroom brawl. Um, he, he's your buddy that you love, but you always got to clean up his mess. Oh man. See, Nathan, you're smoking darts outside of bullfrogs. Not there in me. Topeka. Not me, man. Uh, never been in a barroom brawl. Never smoked a dart. In fact. You've never smoked a cigarette? No. What the hell's the matter with you? I haven't either. What's the matter with you? Hey, would you got? Do you have any? I only have one left. I'll have to stop after the <laughs> can show. We, can Alex and I share it after I'm the show? No, I want that. Sig. No, not a whole sig. But we'll share. I'm not gonna smoke a sig. Come on. No chance. Friday. No yeah, chance. dude. Come on. It's Friday. No Let's just have some fun. What do you say? Let's just throw our inhibitions into the wind. I'll have some of the cookies that you brought in. I didn't bring any. Oh, in. Jed brought them in. You want to have some? Sure. If you come by. My fiance and I's house. I'll give you all the cookies you want. There you go. There we go, baby. More likely to do that than far more likely than Let's a, do it both. Why than not? a sig. I'll try it. All right. I'm so ready for a new addiction. Sounds like we're coming by my house after work. Yeah. After work. Oh my goodness. I can't, guys. I have to do bank tonight. What? Oh man, that'll be fun. Jay Binkley tonight, huh? Yup. Binks on after hours. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's right. Because Dusty was on the uh, on the morning show today. Are we done yet? That's that's our that's our that's our cue to get the hell out of the way. Sweet. Jed's wish two o'clock is almost here. He's very happy. Thanks to Jed for filling in for Nick. I think he did a way better job making sure the buttons were pushed properly. Oh, I agree. Produce, I did, and producing the show. Do you think I did a better job than Cody? Well, that's definitely a fact too. Cody's the worst. Someone wow. continues to say hey, that was a strong shot. Someone says that. <laughs> <laughs> the chair that you sit in causes you to yell now. No, they but, think it's the chair. You sat in that chair and you've yelled more today. 
I thought I yelled at the beginning, but then I calmed down. Okay. I had a Snicker, a bag of chips. Yeah, you some went beef all jerky. in on the vending machine today. We're yeah. back at it Monday. We will have the full show back together. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Talk about the Chiefs in a victory Monday, hopefully, here in a couple days.